Hi everyone, welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the next seven days. I'm Duncan and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? Mars is in Cancer now. A welcome change of energy, I think, after the extended, frustrating, too disruptive transit by Mars through Gemini that began last fall. Uh, you know, it's certainly provided static or interference at very least for whatever areas of life Gemini influences in your part, you know, in your particular chart. Now, Mars and Cancer. It's all about the yin, and it's a nice counterbalance to what is surely a solar time of yang, Aries season. Mars in Cancer facilitates internal personal work and brings focus on various relationships in our life. Yes, of course, you know, Mars in Cancer can stimulate a certain level of sensitivity in some folks, but... Um, and, you know, some people can, you know, get defensive. But I, I, I really like this, uh, this transit at this point for um, what it can bring in terms of uh, improving our personal living habits and uh, structures. In the early days of this two-month Mars transit, you know, take a look to see which areas of your life and which situations in your life require healing and nurturing. And, uh, and, of course, all of this is very much in aligned with the new energy Saturn is bringing to Pisces. Now, beyond new being, uh, uh, well-being and uh, regimens focused on better physical and emotional and relationship health, Saturn in Pisces also takes us towards spirituality. Um, has us considering how a strong spiritual practice can benefit us in our daily lives. Certainly a strong nature-based elemental energy practice benefits me in my daily life, um, keeps me balanced, actively invested in creation throughout my day, and it helps me focus. And, you know, uh, my neurodivergent brain, <laughs> ADD that, you know, you know, as a kid in grade school, you know, I, my consistent comment on my report cards was, uh, well, he's quite bright, but, you know, he's a daydreamer. He's, you know, and, uh, well, that's, you know, I also have a Gemini moon, so that's, and I, I've always called that the, you know, the ADD moon. So um, focus is helpful. Um, Spiritual principles such as gratitude, humility, acceptance, patience, tolerance, compassion, empathy, and service to the spiritual universe and to my physical community help also, you know, also help to keep me in a good place, both internally and, uh, you know, also keep me moving forward in a positive, you know, in positive, productive ways in my life and the world. Uh, the core spiritual creed, um, known as the Wiccan Reed, uh, do no harm. That's a key component of my practice, uh, as is the ongoing personal action of accountability, of taking responsibility in one's life, for one's life, and also of, you know, making things right when screw-ups occur. And we all screw up. Um, none of, you know, not one of us humans is perfect, and as humans... You know, not one of us can be expected to be perfect. We should try to do our best. However, 
when our best actually is can fluctuate over a given period of time due to any number of factors and variables, really. We all need to look after ourselves in situations, of course, and uh, at certain times we will need to protect ourselves, and that is definitely, you know, spiritual. Um, I think a good way to look at, at, you know, a good lens to look through at any group or organization in a spiritual area of life you might consider joining and participating in is, you know, whether it's actually based in good spiritual values. You know, often rhetoric and dogma are present, you know, in practice, you know, in most cases, rhetoric and dogma will be present, but that's not the same as good ethics and values. Um, Cults should definitely be avoided. They are most often based on one individual's personality and on that individual's ego needs. Uh, You know, MAGA, uh, that Trump movement in the United States, is certainly a cult at this point. Uh, The Manson family is another example of a cult, as was the Christian Branch Davidian group in Waco, Texas, where children abused and were abused and where a bloody shootout occurred after a standoff with uh, federal law enforcement uh, years ago. So those are, you know, those are some cults. Um, in another direction, while I certainly have nothing against sex or against respectful sex therapies with healthy boundaries, I, I would see some of the sexual shamanism out there now as being questionable. You know, uh, for example, according to numerous widely available media reports and personal accounts, the International School of Temple Arts, or ISTA, and some of its quote-unquote graduates feel it is okay for instructors to have sex with the people who pay to participate in their group healing workshops. Well, that seems off to me. An unhealthy power dynamic present for one thing. You know, and I, I believe many people would feel that therapists should not have sex with their patients or with their doctors for that matter. And most, you know, medical boards would agree with that. That's just bad ethics and... And, and actually, you know, you'll find you get yourself prosecuted criminally for doing that. Um, and of course, there are shady psychics and mediums out there, tarot readers, etc., waiting to prey on the vulnerable in their desperation. If some kind of a reader tells you shortly after your arrival to their place of operation that you are cursed, but for a large sum of money, often several thousand dollars, they will remove the curse please get up and leave the premises. Um, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Save yourself some money. These people are just con artists out for your money. You know, so in summation, just as in every other area of life, uh, move into and through the, you know, the spiritual practice world and the religious world with care and consideration. As for me, I meditate and perform spiritual ritual each day. I have an altar in my living space, and, uh, but also I'm looking forward to getting up to my grove in the woods on the mountain again now that the snows of winter are melting. Um, I like doing energy work up there. Um, I also do my best to make healthy, loving choices for myself each day. And I do my best to contribute in a positive way to the community around me each day. I am grateful for the reasonably consistent sense of well-being I know inside of myself due to how I practice spirituality and how I live my life. And I think a consistent sense of well-being, you know, I know a consistent sense of well-being. I firmly believe a consistent sense of well-being is what I would wish for each one of you. Um, 
thoughts and energies from my ritual altar and my magical being today for the brave girls and women of Iran fighting for religious from for freedom uh, from religious oppression from the government and freedom from the murderous violence of the so-called morality police. Two words that should never be spoken together, morality and police. Um, thoughts and energies out to the universe today for the innocent people of Ukraine being brutalized and terrorized by, terrorized by international war criminal Vladimir Putin's imperialist armies, as well as for those in other places in the world also suffering and struggling to live in wartime conditions in their homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile Ameri- uh, neighboring countries, civil war or terrorist insurgency. So we got folks living in South America, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and across the continent of Africa who are all struggling with that now. Um, Thoughts and energies uh, for the young girls and women at risk and suffering because they were denied abortion health care and rights by the religious fanatics appointed to the Supreme Court of in the United States uh, by the preceding president now, you know, (laughs) deranged, um, fearful head of the mega cult, Donald Trump. Um, thoughts and energies, you know, for the victims of, of uh, rampant military-grade semi, you know, uh, gun violence um, in America. There's another shooting in Nashville a couple of days ago. Children killed. Um, you know, and I, and uh, you know that AR-15 weapon. Nobody has any business owning one of those things. They're just killing machines and. Uh, and, you know, and yet we have some people, you know, some people who see that the gun is not the problem. It's the person. And I also saw, you know, uh, some accounts by, uh, you know, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene comes to mind, uh, just a horrible human being um, on the far right of the uh, MAGA movement. And, you know, she was trying to turn this into a trans issue, which is appalling, um, you know, uh, you know. Guns, uh, it's not criminals who commit mass murders, by the way. You know, who commits mass murders? It's either going to be political terrorists or, you know, or people in a mental health crisis. Um, so if we can, you know, create, if societies create gun laws to keep hands out of, you know, weapons out of the hands of those people, it's fine. And you know what, if a few, and it, you know, uh, that's really what we should be focusing on. Um, thoughts and energies uh, for our beautiful home, the planet Earth, that uh, she may receive the help, the new clean technologies, the necessary worldwide birth rates, slow birth rates, and changes in policy across the planet to get her to a healthy state uh, again today. Yeah, you know, here in the West, um, we've had a pretty static birth rate since the 70s, um, but in order, you know, we're up to 8 billion across the world now, and that's probably as many people as we want to see on the planet. Um, you know, and I also want to say that, of course, beyond, you know, intent and energy work and magic, etc., we all must also be activists in the world for the causes that are important to us all. We must speak in the world with our voices, with our energy, with our actions, and, you know, with our votes. So before this, we set the table for the upcoming week with the planetary activity for the next seven days, let's bring things back to basics. This is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It is a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. 
What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. So there's that, and then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. This is why I suggest that you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Okay, now for the astrology of Tuesday, March 28th to Monday, April 3rd. Gee, where the heck did March go? (laughs) Time goes by. Time goes by quickly. And you know, once you're past 30, and I am way past 30, the sands uh, move uh, far more quickly through the uh, hourglass. Um, So the moon cycle for the next seven days, and that which of course is important information for spell casting for those magically inclined and for day-to-day living for all. The moon provides an emotion and experience template for us every 28 days or so. Uh, The moon is in its waxing phase for the next seven days. This phase is good for attracting, developing, and nurturing energy work and spells. Over the next seven days, the moon will transit from Gemini to Cancer to Leo to Virgo. So we're going from air to water to fire to earth. So take a look at your natal chart and see where those four signs are and see what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be highlighted for better or for worse for you. Now let's check in to see where the inner planets are at now. The sun is at 7 degrees Aries today and will move to 14 degrees Aries over the next 7 days. Mercury is 18 degrees Aries and will travel to 0 degrees Taurus. Venus is 18 degrees Taurus and it will move to 21 degrees Taurus. And Mars is at 1 degree Cancer and it will move to 4 degrees Cancer. So take a look at your natal chart and see where Aries, Taurus and Cancer are. Uh, Via house rulerships, you'll be able to see the areas of life that will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets for you. Now for the more constant energy of the middle, outer planets in the zodiac, and uh, the middle and the outer, as well as some other of the slow-transiting elements of astrology. Jupiter is bringing us positive, expansive energy and has us believing in the possible at uh, 18 degrees Aries. And of course, the sun is in Aries too, so this, these planets kind of boost each other. Um, it's an especially fertile uh, Aries season this year. Saturn is bringing emotional balance and spiritual discipline and structure and delivering consequences to those deserving of them at 2 degrees Pisces. Uh, Uranus is sparking liberation and change at 16 degrees Taurus. Uh, Neptune is deepening consciousness at 25 degrees Pisces. Pluto is forging and facilitating transformation and acting as an agent of change at zero degrees Aquarius. Chiron the healer, healer is facilitating healing at 15 degrees Aries. And Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of seduction, openly opening magical channels and enabling empowerment at 8 degrees Leo. The North Node is at 4 degrees Taurus, and the South Node is at 4 degrees Scorpio. So the karmic axis runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Take a look at your natal chart to see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are brewing there. So now let's put everything together and see what the astrological energy of the next seven days looks like. Uh, Well, Tuesday, March 28th, the moon moves into Cancer at 6.22 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. 
and the moon is going to create a calm, restful, restorative vibe Tuesday, Wednesday, and most of Thursday. Focus on your yin practice now and take the rest you need. Thursday, March 30th, uh, the moon shifts into Leo at 6.32 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, where it's going to boost the fire energy of Aries season through to Sunday. This will be a more action-oriented and social time as everyone's, you know, extrovert steps out into the light and onto the stage. Even, you know, even the Virgos. Um, get out and have fun during this three-day uh, lunar transit. Indulge passion, passion be open to new experiences. Nah, have a little adventure now. You know, for many, this will be an ideal time uh, for presentations, openings, uh, applications, etc. Mars in, tr- in Cancer trines Saturn in Pisces uh, for the next couple of days as well, uh, you know, from Thursday on, and which will help, uh, you know, move projects forward and may also uh, assist in group healing situations. This is also an aspect that lends itself to community work, so consider getting out and doing something to help your fellow uh, communi- uh, humans in your community over the next three days. Um, Venus in Taurus is conjunct Uranus in Taurus on Thursday as well. And so you can see that the big day for planetary action uh, is Thursday. And uh, that's, you know, Venus, uh, Venus conjunct uh, Uranus and Taurus. A serendipitous good fortune can spark new love, love at first sight. Um, just don't move too quickly forward with love at first sight, you know, until you've, uh, should be a cooling off period there before you make too serious a commitment. But uh, it's a pretty magical energy. Uh, don't be afraid to be spontaneous in your love life on Thursday and Friday. Uh, um, have some fun. Um, safe, consensual fun always, of course. Uh, Sunday, at April, uh, uh, Sunday, April 2nd at 6.58 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon travels into Virgo, bringing a grounded, focused, more introverted-oriented Earth energy into the cosmic mix. It's perfect for processing and recharging after three days of the moon in Leo, so... It's nice that that works out that way every time. Uh, Indulge in quiet, you know, favored uh, pastimes uh, Sunday. Uh, Mars sextiles the North Node and trines the South um, for the next couple of days uh, at that point. And that's going to boost healing energy on the karmic energy line from 4 degrees Scorpio to 4 degrees Taurus. So breakthroughs can be made for folks with natal placements on or aligned with that current karmic axis. Uh, Monday, April 3rd, Mar- Mercury rather enters Taurus and people get more practical in thinking and they're going to default toward priority, prioritizing Earth element needs. Um, and that's not just Earth folks, that's everybody. Security and money and home matters will get a lot of focus during this Mercury transit. Um, it might indeed might be a good idea to set some funds aside now in anticipation of the upcoming Mercury retrograde in Taurus, which will begin May 21st. People with very fixed charts, and airy sun folks, need to be conscious around being overly stubborn during the duration of this transit. Uh, and of course, uh, Monday as well, we have a Mercury and Taurus square uh, Pluto and Aquarius. And, you know, Ask yourself whether you really need to stand your ground in situations where there's conflict uh, on Monday uh, or whether, you know, flexibility is important. Uh, you have a great potential for being, you know, obtuse uh, under that and under those energies. Um, for daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan de la Montagne, although I kind of admit I've been so swamped with uh, seekers the past while I haven't been too 
able to get too many Instagram stories up. Um, you'll find so you'll most days you'll find one in the story section. I'll, I'm going to figure out how to how to how to get back on that. Um, but I'm certainly grateful for the abundance in my practice. I was already doing well, and now I'm doing very well. Um, I also post astrology reports on the blog on my website. Uh, you can find a link for all of my online stuff in the bio on my Instagram. Uh, that's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you all well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. Mm-hmm.